Welcome to CSN the Network Podcast. This is your host, Kayvon Cutler, with my amazing co-host, Dream Nazario and Malik Hampton. How are y'all doing today, man? Doing good, man. Another day to pod, you know. How's everybody? Y'all know me, blessed and highly favored. I'm blessed and highly favored. Uh, super excited to be on here with you guys today. How you doing, brother? Likewise, you know, better now that I'm talking to y'all. Um, definitely blessed and highly favored, man. Locked in. So I'm 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 ready, man. We got a special guest for y'all today. Uh personally, one of my favorite hoopers. Um, regardless of what anybody could say, he a top five hooper to ever come through South Charleston, period. I don't care who you name, period. And he young, you know what I'm saying? Ratchet, true score. You know what I'm saying? First team All-American, first team All-Region. He was the CCAA Newcomer of the Year. First team All-CCAA. He was CCAA Player of the Week three times. Averaged 21 points a game this year, which led the CCAA, which was 20th also in NCAA. And, uh, yeah, man, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, you know what I mean, the young king, Brandon Knapper, man. What's good, fam? Hey. What's up, family? What's up, family? How y'all doing? What up, BK? What it do, BK? Man, bro, first and foremost, man, I want to thank you for, you know, just taking the time to do this, you know, because he's in he's in Cali. So, you know, he's he's three hours uh, behind us. So, you know, it's, it's it definitely could be an inconvenience trying to, you know, uh, schedule something with somebody that's on the East Coast. So I definitely appreciate you, bro, just taking the time to, you know, sit down with us, you know, get, get some... Uh, Get some good, you know, dialogue from you, brother. Oh, no problem. No problem. You know, you guys family. Been seeing you guys around and been around you guys since I was growing up and everything. So familiar faces. Uh, you know, Malik, I went to school with your brother. Drea played played basketball against your brother, played ton of sports with your brother. I mean, it's crazy. It's, I love you guys, man. It's, I'm, I appreciate this opportunity, getting this opportunity for real. Hey, we love you too. We appreciate you. Love you too, man. It's all gravy. Hey, well, I was just about to say, you know, we love you too, fam. You know what I'm saying? It's an honor for us to have you, bro. Like I said, definitely one of my favorite hoopers for sure. So I definitely think it's going to be, uh, you know, just great to talk with you and hear from you. You know, with, with that being said, bro, let's, let's hop right into it. You know, you being someone that, you know, a lot of people may not know you actually are from Cali originally. You know, you're not from West Virginia. You might have came up around the way, but you're actually from Cali. And you play baseball, if I'm not mistaken, when you was a young bull. Yes, you know what I'm saying? You was nice. Yeah. You feel me? So, like, right. walk us through real quick, BK. Like, what were some of the things? Because, I, you know, shout out to your uncle, too. He was my coach in high school, man. Shout out to Unc. But your yeah. pops, man, he, he's a great dude. Moms was a great athlete, I heard, too. But I, I used to see... You know, because y'all used to live across the street from us when you were in high school. You feel me? Yeah. So I used to see, you know, y'all work out at the school and in the gym. But that was when you were older. So I'm sure y'all used to do stuff when you were young. Right. So what were um, what were some things that you did at a young age, maybe by yourself or with your pops or with your grandfather that made you want to focus more on who? Because like I said, you know, you played baseball. So what made you want to say, like, OK, I, I got I got this gift. Like, let me lock in more on this. Um, shoot, I, I started baseball before basketball, to be honest. I mean, I grew up in a, I grew up in the gym. 
everything. But even when I was in the gym, I carried a baseball bat. Like I, they called me Bam Bam. They used to call me Little Bam and all that. So, I, that was that was my first love, and I really I really wanted to pursue that. You know, you know. But uh, and then basketball came came into into the picture. Uh, I actually got a chance to play when I was like what probably going into my. When I say I was five or six years old, I actually got to play like organized basketball, you know, throw the ball out there and get the hoop and stuff. And I fell in love with it and with the competition and everything like that. So uh, I always told my I always told my mom and dad that you feel me, like I just this this is the sport I want to play is basketball. So uh they 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 kept me in the gym and they showed me they showed me what to do in the gym and I just basically kept that going. I mean, I just that's it what it is. It's just hard work for real. Hard work that paid off, and my grandpa. That's who. That's why I want to give praise to. Because when I was young, when I was young, I mean, he was taking me to Georgia, Florida, uh, North Carolina, driving me all all over the country for these for these basketball camps, junior American camps, paying goes, uh, a lot of stuff like that. So I was getting a little exposure playing with guys with Bam out of Bio at a young age. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. at a young age. I mean, guys that's in the league right now. So um, that that's what that's what really drove my uh, my passion for basketball for real. So, what age was you when you got to West Virginia? I was eight years old. Yeah, I was like eight. eight yeah, yeah. Was it was it like a difference that you like? Like, did you want to leave California? Like, or when you got to West Virginia, was you did you want to go back? Like, how was it? Like, you know, arriving in in the Chuck man, as we call it. Uh, see, the thing is, my dad was coaching at West Virginia State University when I was actually living in California. So, like, I used to come back in the summer and like stay with him and stuff. And so, I was pretty familiar with 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 like the institute where West Virginia State University is at and everything. I was pretty familiar with like Dunbar and everything. But um, okay. I mean, just coming back to that environment and just and just seeing that uh, like the love for sports, that's what really like that's what I really fell in love with. Like in Charleston, West Virginia, like the love for sports, it was just it's crazy because out here in California, it was just like it's not really a it's it's a big thing, but like it's not it's not you don't see a bunch of parents or like anything like just pushing kids to do this do that like they got they, there's a bunch of other stuff to do out here so so in West Virginia I just feel like it's a great it's a great environment for kids to grow up and play sports in or, yeah I didn't know that that's that's crazy I did yeah, not know that yeah. I, I didn't know that either um so you kind of talked about like the hard work and and stuff that you that you uh, had to put in. Can you talk about like the sacrifices that you had to make as a kid to kind of get where you are now? Oh man, I, t- I made a lot of sacrifices. Uh, man, you can ask you can ask Derek Pitts. Uh, that's one of my that's one of my childhood friends right there. He stayed the night all uh, uh, stayed the night with me all the time, and he he'd be like, "Man, you waking up at six o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning? Go wake work, go work out. Yeah, I go run the hills." Just do a little things by myself because I just vision. I used to watch a lot of YouTube on Kobe Bryant, guys in the NBA, and and that's what they used to do. You feel me? So I just wanted to uh, follow their footsteps and really just grind. I mean, that's that's what the key is really, and that's the key for the young kids. That's why I try to instill that into my my younger brothers too. So I got two younger brothers that I gotta you know be a proper role model for, and. 
and my and Britton, he's you know he's doing a great job. He's at Santa Clara University out there. He redshirted last year. My younger brother Bryson he just had a birthday. He just turned twelve, so he's just now getting into basketball and everything. So, so I just want to be a proper role model to them and just just want to hoop. Nah, that's love, fam. That's uh definitely admirable. You know what I mean? You being the brother that you are, the man that you are, wanting to, you know, be a positive influence and a positive role model. Um, but speaking of influences, what were you mentioned it? You know, we both big Kobe fans, both big Laker fans, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to the OG. What uh who were some of your biggest influences like for your game? Like outside of Kobe, of course. Who were who who would you say were some of your big influences for your game? Um Growing up, I want to say in high school, uh, I would say Jawan Staten, uh, West Virginia. Um, I would say Kimball Walker, uh, guys like that. Uh, I would say Jawan Staten because when I went up to West Virginia for a little basketball for basketball camps and everything, he really took me under his wing. You feel me? So like that really, I watched his game a lot in high school and and in college and everything. So I really try to, you feel me. Uh, get my game like that and then become a, a starting PG at the college level. And then at the NBA level, um, yeah, like I said, Kimball Walker, Chris Paul, uh, Kyrie Irving, I mean, guys like that. I always want to uh, allies my game after and just try to perfect it. Nah, that's love. That's love. I got a, a follow-up question for you. So what were BK, bro, you you always a skilled, smooth scorer. So like what were I heard, now I heard this through the grapevine that, you know, before you would lead a gym, right? Even if you were dolo, like you would have to make like five shots beyond the three-point line. You would have to make all five before you left the gym. Like even if you went like boom, you make like four, you missed the fifth, you would go back and start over. Right. And I'm sure that is still disciplining you like to know, like when I got to hit something, I got to hit. Right. What were some of the things you did to help you become, you know, the certified bucket that you are? Like what, what were some of the things that you did to the youngest that's out there, you know, trying to improve their game, trying to expand their offensive you know, game? What, what, what can they take from you? You know what I mean? In reference to your preparation to help them improve, because like what what helped set you apart, bro? What set me apart was, uh, I want to say my, my my family. I mean, my parents, my, my dad played college basketball. My mom played college basketball. Uh, so they, you know, they instilled some drills in me that, I mean, uh, for me to, to do on my own, which is some basic ball handling dribbles, uh, ball handling stuff. It takes 10 minutes out, the day, out of your day. I do that first thing in the morning when I wake up, uh, you feel me? couple ball handling dribbles and I mean ball handling workouts and then do some cardio and then because you always gotta have cardio especially if you're playing the point guard uh the point playing the point guard position gotta you know be at the floor general and everything so and then um I'll get shots up before school I had to get shots up before the gym uh before school started my dad uh you know I was blessed to have my father as a coach in high school and he gave me the keys to the gym and before class started, I was I'd be there at six o'clock in the morning, just getting shots up. And, and like you said, before I left, before I leave that, before I finish any workout, I gotta make five in each spot. And now, now I, I progress to you gotta make five in a row in each spot. So like, 
it's just it's getting better and better. And um, and that's what you got to do. You got to instill that, and, and you got to consistency in your workouts. And and if you have that, I feel like you, this basketball game will take you the long way. I mean, I've been I've been all across the country playing this game, and I and I love it. It's the passion that you have for it that'll take you the long way. Hey, what uh, what age did you stop playing baseball? My senior year of high school, I played all the oh, way so you through play- senior year. Yeah. Okay, you played all the way through senior year. Okay, for sure. Because I was yeah. gonna ask if 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 you thought you know, like it was beneficial playing two sports like coming up in high school. Like I know you know you was dedicated on your craft and hoop. You know what I'm saying, but. Like you said, you had the love for baseball. You know what I'm saying. Obviously, it did something for you. You know what I'm saying. You think it was beneficial. You know, just just keep just just to keep doing it all the way through. Right. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It was. I mean, I had to. Um, baseball's just something that was. You know, like I said, it came easy to me. It came naturally to me. So, and like I got. I like I said, I always wanted to play in MLB. I mean, I had dreams of doing that and everything until. I, picked up a basketball but uh it was just like baseball like I don't know I just couldn't get enough recognition in that in West Virginia because of the, the weather and we I didn't like the oh we playing we uh we before like two months into the season we're still practicing inside the um inside of the gym basketball gym and we're not outside and everything so I always said if I grew up in California I feel like I would stuck with baseball like I would have probably okay, been in minor leagues or something like that. But, but you know, when I came to West Virginia, that's when I fell in love with basketball. And it's just been like that yeah, ever since. Cool. Mm-hmm. Is it less, is it less, uh, just a little quick follow-up question. Like you said, it's less exposure. Like you you got less exposure here in West Virginia. Is it like, uh, is it, a, uh, I guess, a different culture out there in, in California as far as baseball? Like, is there a lot of like, leagues like little leagues and, and things of that nature and like stuff oh, like yeah, that i know like year. growing up it was only a, a couple around the way right right yeah it's all year round out here i mean they play you know it's beautiful it's beautiful out here so in, in the winter time it's 80 some degrees 70 some degrees and it's still warm so they they consider it out here that's cold they'd be wearing big coats and all that out here 70 degrees i'm like that's yeah. nothing so you feel me like yeah. They playing baseball all year round, and I feel like if I would have stayed out here, that would have been, that would have been love. But you know, it was just an easy transition for me to get into the basketball game because you know, for my family and everything, and and, and just the competitive competitiveness of basketball, I just loved it. So, as I mentioned earlier, man, in your introduction, definitely, uh top five hooper to come through SC you know what I mean definitely one of the top scores to ever come through SC what were I got I got two questions for you but my first question for you bro is what was your favorite memory from your run in high school bro because you you went crazy you know what I'm saying all those years you started all those 40 pieces the game winners you know what I'm saying against Han I remember that stuff BK so like if you if you know just to reflect real quick like you know I know it's putting you on the spot, but like, what was your favorite memory or, you know, memories from that run that you had in high school? 
Uh, you mentioned them. I mean, them game winners in, in Huntington. Because, uh, you know, uh, growing up, I played with D1 Greyhounds, which is in Huntington. And even Silas played with us a couple a couple tournaments and everything. So we grew up, we grew up talking talking crazy. I mean, talking smack to each other, to Tavian and Del Martin and guys like that over at Huntington. So to hit two, get to, what was it, two, year, two game winners back to back on them, it was just, you feel me, it was just... It was astonishing. So it was just, I don't know, it was a feeling that I never felt before. And I just wanted to feel it again. And it's crazy because I'm just, it's just, I, I always say I always had to clutch jeans. I always got it in my veins. It's, it's just, I don't know. I just, I just love to win. And it's, it's just, and then I, if you, if you watched a couple games this year, I had a couple game winners this year and it was, it just felt just like that again. It felt like high school again. It was crazy. I, I'll tell you, BK, it's a, it's in a preparation, right? You talk about all the work that you put in and all the things that you do outside of practice and, you know, what you're, what you have to do. And that's what, that's what makes you clutch. Cause it's second nature to you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you put in all that work, you put in that effort, like those things don't just happen. So don't take your work for granted and the things that you put in for granted, like, that's why you could do what you do because you work as hard as you work. But um, my my follow up, well, my question would be: uh, you mentioned a, a lot of uh, greats that you've played against or played with. Who would be uh, your favorite matchup that you you know faced thus far? Uh, Donovan Mitchell, of course. Yeah, okay. I had a chance okay. to get go against him in the pit gym fest uh, when I was playing with West Virginia Wildcats. Uh, man, he's and it's crazy because like. He wasn't like a skill as he, if y'all like he, like he plays now. He wasn't a skill. He was just raw, athletic, and just played hard. Like he just played hard defense. And he was part of the, like I say, he played hardest defender that I played against. I mean, he was picking me up 94 feet. And this AAU, I'm like, this dude crazy. Like, you pick me up 94 feet. Like, yeah, he was part. He was a good competition. And then I would say uh, another one, Dennis Smith Jr. I'll give you that one. It was the in Myrtle Beach, in Myrtle Beach, yeah, we we it was crazy. We went in double overtime that game, and I think uh, you know they ended up winning. They, they ended up beating us by one point. They had Bam Adebayo on the same team, him and Dan, him Dennis Smith Jr. and a couple other guys that went D one. Uh, yeah, it was it was a high major team. It was a it was a great game too. It was crazy. That's hard. Them AU AAU is so crazy. Like you come up against. Yeah. So many different people like that, you know, that grow up to be like, you know, stars and, and whatnot, right, right. like their journeys. But like, um, I got a question before I, you know, take it further. Um, uh, yeah, you went to SC, you know what I'm saying? I went, me and Drew went to GW and K with the SC. Uh, you know, coming up, you know what I'm saying? Knowing what you're knowing, you know what I'm saying? And hoop and whatnot. Uh, fun fact, you know what I'm saying? Like, BK used to live directly across from me, and yeah. K used to live like K could see both of our buildings from his window. He lived like directly mm-hmm. across the street from us, so it was crazy. But did you ever think about like going anywhere else for high school, or like was it no brainer you just gonna walk to SC every day? Like, uh, to be honest, nobody knew this, but I had a chance to. I was gonna go to um, Whitney Young, which is in uh, Chicago. Uh, I, one of the coaches was uh, reached out to me. Actually, they had a, he brought a couple of players to West Virginia camp. It was going into my sophomore year. 
is he brought a bunch of players to West Virginia camp and he saw me, he got the chance to see me play and everything. And, and he wanted me to come out there. And it's crazy because I have an auntie. She lives right around the corner from Whitney Young. And she's a lawyer. She's a she's a lawyer out there. And she as soon as, I, as soon as we told her the news, she was like, Oh, please come out here. You can be a safe neighborhood in Chicago and everything. And unfortunately, I, I couldn't get my transcripts all the way out. I mean, uh, out there in time and everything. So I just said, I just said, nah, I'm gonna come back to SC. So you, so you was going to do it though. You was going. Oh, yeah, to I was going to. Yeah, that, that, okay. was, that was that was that was that was Jaleel Okafor's senior year. I would have played with Jaleel Okafor that, that his last year. If I would have went there. Got you. Okay, yeah. that's fire, man. That's so fire. Hey, we getting all types of exclusives up here at the network, man. All types of gems, man. Hey, real quick, you know, not to dwell too much on high school fam, but I wanted to ask you, like, could you walk us through your recruiting process? Because if I recall correctly, BK, um, like I said, bro, you was one of my favorite hoopers, <laughs> not to, you know, sound redundant, but I remember you had an offer from Michigan, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's when uh, Coach Beeline was up there, I want to say. Right. So, um, yeah. yep. So I, I, I just I just want to know, like, walk us through your recruitment process. You you know, shout out to your grandfather. You had mentioned uh, how, you know, he used to take you to these camps, these AAU mm -hmm. tournaments, right? But in regards to your recruitment process, a lot of people may not know we're from West Virginia, right? So a lot of people, yeah, they may get recruited, but the next stop after they get recruited, they may have to go to a prep school. And, you know, Drino's, Maligno's, BK, you know as well. Yeah. That's where it's cut for a lot of people. That's where we from. If they can't get from A to B. If they got to go that route where they got to, you know, either go to JUCO or go to some prep school or go to, go somewhere before they could get to where they want to go, they don't go, right? Yeah. So I guess, like, mine is, like, a two-folded question. Like, walk us through, you know, of course you had to have, you know, resiliency and, you know, you had to have that discipline to, you know, work through that because you had to say, okay, I'm going to go through this yeah. temporary thing for these whatever X amount of months to get where I really want to go. I'm going to sacrifice this time to get where I really want to go. But also, you know, walk us through your recruiting process because, you know, had you went somewhere else, you may not have had to do that, right? So, like, just just educate us on, you know, some of us that may have the story confused or those that, you know, may have to go a similar route and how they can, you know, learn from you. Right. right. Uh, like I yeah, like you said, I mentioned my grandfather, you know, he uh he took me around the camps when this was going in my eighth grade ninth grade year he took me to a bunch of college basketball camps and everything and um and he paid for them and it's it was I mean it was a blessing and then the following year after that instead of having to pay for him I was getting the invited to the elite camps which is everything paid for and everything so I was getting my name out there like that and and then really uh going into my my sophomore year, I want to say, Scott Long and James Long, uh, Coach Cinco, they all reached out to me with the West Virginia Wildcats, and they wanted me to play. They wanted me to play with their uh, 17 and under division, which is like you know, like a year older than me. I was two years older. I was going into my yeah, I was 15 at the time, and um, and I you know I decided to play. And, um, that's when I that's when I really made my name for myself. Uh, going to these big tournaments with them, Pitch Jam Fest, uh, Under Armour, uh, 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 invitations and everything, you know, all the Adidas invitations. I mean, there's guys on the sidelines, North Carolina, Georgetown, Michigan, 
I mean, Miami, all type of coaches over on, on the sideline that, that you can perform for. So, and it was just, a, when I got to that big stage, I mean, I just knew that at that uh, level, they don't, they don't want, I mean, they want scoring guards, but they also want a guard that can play defense, a guard that can control his team. I mean, in high school, when you get in West Virginia, like I had to play a different role. I had to score. I had to, I had to, you know, do this to do that. But in AAU, I didn't have to really score. I had, to, I was actually, I was actually uh, get, uh, making good passes, set my team up for, uh, for, for, um, for uh, game-winning situations and keeping them, keeping them going and everything. So it was just, it was just a whole transition that I had to do uh, throughout the throughout the year. And I had to learn too. I learned, I learned the game of basketball, playing in that playing in that type of game. Um, AAU was just—it was a grind, really. It was just a grind, and going to Myrtle Beach, traveling, going against the best of the best uh, every every game. You don't know who who you playing against. They might have someone, so he, he's committed to Florida or Florida State. You don't know who he is, and he's going—he's coming out here giving you buckets. So it was just—it was tough. But it, like I said. The recruitment process was, man, it was, it was tough. That's why I committed so early. I know a lot. That's why I committed early, but I just, I, yeah, I had Michigan. I mean, I had guys knocking on my door: North Carolina State, Virginia Tech, Buzz Williams, uh, Maryland, Marshall, of course. Marshall was, man, that was that was my dad's favorite. I'm not gonna lie, that's my dad's favorite. But he was kind of hurt when I committed to West Virginia. Yeah, they. You be ready to get that joint over with, like you know. Yeah. You find somebody you kind of like. You like, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> right, right, I'm right. tired of people calling my phone. But I wanted to touch on something before we got too deep into the conversation, um, just about how, uh, like flexible you have to be to be a college athlete, right? So you talked about, you know, in AU, you was a pass first guard. Then when you got to college, you had to score. Can you just talk about how important it is to have uh, many facets to your game so you can, you know, always stay on the floor? Oh, yeah, you should always want to perfect your game. Uh, You should always want to find out your weaknesses and and try to perfect it. and going into college, I mean, like recruitment process, a lot of college coaches is telling me, uh, we know that you can score. We know that you can do that. Um, now we want to see if you can play defense. We want to see if you can, if you can control the team, if you want to, if you can be vocal. And, and what I found out my first, my first year and a half at West Virginia, my first two years up there, that's what it was, it was, it was tough. I mean, Especially playing for a, a strictly defensive coach. I mean, Bob Huggins. He, uh, you gotta, be, you gotta be a vocal guard. I mean, you have to be able to be, control, stay control of the team and take control of the team and put the team on your back at on on times and when they need it. And and it was just, it was just, it was tough. I'm not gonna lie, but I adapted and I just, it was. I had a blessed time up there at West Virginia and and in my college career so far, and I'm continue to do that because of adapting. That's all you got to be able to do. You got to be able to adapt in, in college. Man, I, I just got to say, I, I love when we have point guards on the show, man. It just, it warms my heart <laughs> to have people that think, you know, think right. and, and, you know, the game like like you. It's, um, it's just right. an awesome feeling, but yeah. So 
So you had you had offers from all them schools in high school that you yeah. was naming off right there. Well, except, except for Maryland, uh, Maryland was close. It was it was close, but as soon as I committed to West Virginia, they, they left. But it's crazy because when I went to Hargrave, uh, there was more schools that wanted to offer me until they found out I was committed to West Virginia. Like I had Wichita State coming out to me, Kansas State. I mean, a bunch of schools at Hargrave. So it was, wow. I, it was crazy. We about, to, we about to touch on that. That was going to be my follow up. So like. Like, I know all about Hargrave. Like, I told my Hargrave story, you know, to them and whatnot. Um, when you went to Hargrave, like, you start balling, bro. Like, like you was going crazy down there, for real, for real. So, my question is, like, you ain't ever think about backing off of that West Virginia recruitment? Or, like, was you, like, was you locked in, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you was just, like, 100% committed that you was just going to do your year and then head up to, to the mode. Uh, yeah, I was locked in. I mean, it was, sometimes I'm not gonna lie. It was sometimes when I was in the dorm at Hargrave, I was thinking like, man, I just got, I just got so and so on the phone talking to me. Like it's it's hard. You feel me? So like, but it was just a, it was like a family thing. I wanted to stay home. I wanted to stay home. I, th- I thought my family was still gonna be in West Virginia and everything. So I wanted them to be able to come to my games and then, you know, playing in Power Five Conference and everything. Um, I just thought it was a great opportunity for me. And then future Hall of Fame coach. And then you got two guards that's going out. I mean, there's that was be their senior year. They're, they're, they're leaving. So I can follow up coming in, you know, and play. So I thought it was a great opportunity for me to do that. You know, Hargrave instilled some discipline in me, which I needed coming out of high school and especially going up to Morgantown. Man, so I'm, I'm glad I went that, that route, though. For sure. Man, speaking of Morgantown, uh, you know, Malik was up there with me. He played a huge role in me transferring up there. Uh, and, you know, I was up there, was, you know, crossed to my fraternity up there, met so many great people up there in Morgantown. But it is a lot of temptation and a lot of fun. And for everyone that's on this show right now, you know, being that we all have ties to the state, we all know how people feel about West Virginia University. You know what I mean? So, BK, walk us through that experience, you know, playing in a Power Five conference, playing in the Big 12, but just playing for West Virginia, bro, because, you know, I, I, I wish, you know, I definitely, you know, I don't want to overstep here, but, you know, I definitely wish you could have got to, you know, show what you could do way more at W. I remember when you dropped, like, I want to say, like, 27 against Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Um, you definitely, like, you show flashes if you if you had the opportunity, you know, what you could do. But, you know, could you just walk us through, like, what that experience was like, you know, playing for West Virginia University and just playing D1, Big 12, man, Power 5? Right. Oh, that experience was, was a, man, it was, it was great. I mean... I got the chance and I got the chance to play in, in some great arenas, uh, travel the country, been to Spain, been to Germany, uh, been to Cancun. Uh, you know, I played in the Madison Square Garden, played in uh, Quick and Lowe's Arena. You know, I played in some some uh, some pretty nice arenas and good competition over the, um, my three years at West Virginia. So, um, like you said, uh, it was it was it was tough. I mean. I had fun up there, you know, but playing for playing for Bob Huggins. I mean, I remember Dre in the in the last show with um, I was listening to a podcast with John Elmore. Uh, it's the it's the system. It's, it depends what system you're in. I mean, I really thought 
like you know they they really sold me on they're gonna have ball screens and everything in the, in the system so that's why I, I went up there and, and I really thought that that's what the offense was gonna be like and if you watch the I want to say the first I want to say the first six or seven games that the first year I played after my rare share year we had ball screens I mean we, we was running ball screen offense and everything and then we um you know I think we lost this thing I think I think we took our like fourth loss or something like that. It was crazy, but um, so they end up still uh, going back to the off uh, triangle offense, which you know hugs. He likes to get the ball and pound and uh, play bully ball and everything. So it was I don't know. It was tough. So it was that 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 little like I said, uh, being a, being able to adapt to that was really tough. And and because you know I, I want to be able to score and everything, and having to pass the ball. At, and not seeing the back, it was it was just it was tough. But you know, uh, transferring out of there, it was uh, out of West Virginia. It was uh, it was sickening because I had a chance to um, you know come back that that year and be a part of uh, going going to the NCAA tournament and everything. But but it also was a blessing because um, I got an opportunity to play for a coach at Eastern Kentucky and 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 who coached me at Hargrave. And it was a blessing. It was a blessing going going to that school and everything, getting my degree for there, from there. But West Virginia, um, playing at playing there, man, you got to play at Jayhawks Arena. Uh, now that that place is crazy. Like you can't hear yourself. The score, the the the, the, the court is the court is literally shaking. Can't hear yourself talking. Can't hear can't hear yourself in the huddles. Coach calling the plays. You, nah, you got you got to be. You really got to be a floor general in that in that place. And, and that place be rocking and, and Texas Tech, that, that's a good arena to play in. I mean, they had a, good, a couple runs that year. And uh, of course, Baylor, Baylor was fun. And it's crazy because I had a couple guys on, on that national championship team I play AAU with in Baylor. So so I got a chance to, you know, hook, uh, talk with them and everything. And and it was just a blessing playing up there for a future Hall of Fame coach. You know, he just got inducted this year. Or last year, last year, so it'll be it'll be it'll be a blessing to go up there uh, in probably the next couple of years after I graduate and, and holler at the assistant coaches and holler at coach hugs and everything. So uh, I, I was thankful, I was blessed to to play for you know West Virginia and everything. So how um so how does it feel? You know, what I'm saying to be back at home. You know what I'm saying? Playing basketball, like, you know, how's this experience been for you? Uh, it's been great. I mean, you know, my parents haven't been to see me play since, I want to say, I think they came to one game in West Virginia since I was there. And they haven't seen me play in like, like three years. So it was a great opportunity to see them in stance and, and it's, it's loving. I mean, I get to see my, my grandmother who haven't seen me play since I was probably nine years old, eight years old before I moved, you feel me? So like, it's a true, it's a blessing. So she can, and all my family out here is just, it's, I love it. And I had a chance to go to San Jose State to play up there, which which is 10 minutes from my brother's school in Santa Clara. But uh, I just decided to stay home because I wanted to, you know, stay home uh, with my family and everything. My grandma was getting sick. So I wanted her to be able to see me play in my last two years in college. And, and 
I'm, I'm blessed. That's a fact you are, man. For sure, for sure. So, BK, you've been through a, a, a lot of transition. Can you just talk about some of the things that kind of uh, help keep you grounded? You know, how do you stay mentally locked in? Uh, my family plays a huge part in that. I mean, I get on the phone and talk to them every day. You know, they lift me up on the days I don't feel like going to the gym or days I don't feel like going to going to class or to study hard or something like that, you know, because, you know, being a student athlete is tough. I mean, there's, you got to wake up early morning and it's like a job. I mean, it's, it's really like a, it's really like a job, man. And all these transitions that I go through is just, just, um, it's just a chapter in my book, really. And that's all I'm really doing is just continue to build, build my book up and, Hopefully, I can make a you know, make a, a documentary or something about this because I've been through some trials and tribulations through my knee injury, through transferring, through, through, going through three different schools and just it's just it's just crazy. So, and having you know having some tragedy back in, in at home, losing friends and everything. So, it's crazy. Like I, I wish I would be back in Charleston, but you know it's just I miss all my friends and family out there. But you know. It's, it's strictly business and I just gotta, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do for, for me, for myself and my family. Not for sure, fam. That's uh, pretty stand up, you know. Uh, always thought you had a good head on your shoulders. You know, always been a chill, mild-mannered mild dude, man. So you just make sure you just keep that, keep that with you, bro. Just always keep your composure, you know what I mean? Just stay yeah. smooth, just like you always been, fam. But, Sorry. um, I want I want you to uh, touch on on that a, a, a little bit real quick, you know, in regards to your current situation. So, you know, I mentioned the accolades, you know what I mean? And the beauty of, you know, playing. Well, you mentioned the beauty of playing closer to your family and your parents being able to watch you play. But like walk us through some of your personal goals that you you want for this upcoming season and some of the team goals you want for the for the program this upcoming season man because like I said man leading the conference and scoring averaging over 20 points per game like but that's you but it's, it's it's always more to do you know what I mean it's always room for improvement so like what you what you got your your goals set at man my goals this year man I want I want that national championship I feel like we got the team to do it too we had a team last year but you know, unfortunately, we had some some unfortunate calls at the end of the game. It was just, I don't know, it was crazy. But um, some goals was winning Natty. I mean, some personal goals. That's the team goal right there. Some personal goals is win player of the year in the conference, win player of the year nationally. I mean, I was nationally uh, notified, I mean, uh, recognized last year uh, for making first team in a BC and everything. So, um, that's what I want to do. I want to make first team again next year. I mean, yeah, this following year, and then and win player to player the year. You got um, I guess my well, yeah. So after the season, after you accomplish all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because we know you're going to hoop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit before we started. You know, I know you want to get into coaching. You know what I'm saying? But before you do that, that you know what I'm saying? You want to continue, you know, hooping for a little while before you get into that? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, uh, the goal is, you know, always the NBA. I always want to go to the NBA. And 
and I was getting my grandpa so old school. I mean, he's so old school. He like, ah, Division Two. You you don't want to go back D one. You don't want to go back D one. And I had an opportunity to do that. I mean, I had tons of opportunity to do that, but I had to leave California. And I don't want to do that. So I'd rather stay here. And like I said, the grass ain't greener on the other side. So I'm I'm being loved here and really treated here and, and getting and being recognized here. So um so I'm like I said, I'm gonna stay here and do my thing and and it's, like I said, it's it's a blessing. For sure. Yeah. So my question um, would be like, uh, so what are some some key takeaways that uh, you could give back to people from your process that, you know, maybe in the same boat or, you know, just looking for a bit of inspiration? Um, I would say be coachable. I mean, be able to be coachable and be able to adapt to anything. I mean, uh, not because not everything. If a coach say something to you, they always want the better. They want the better out of you. They want to get the best out of you. They're not just trying to scold you for anything. I mean, just for for everything. So and that's what I had to learn going into college. I mean, uh, you know, playing for Bob Hug, Bob Huggins. I mean, that's, that's the practice was crazy, but also um, take care of your mental health. Because your physical, more, I mean, much as your physical body, all that stuff counts, your mental, your mental counts too, because you got to be able to take care of yourself um, outside of the game that you're playing, really. And that's what, and, and that's what really matters. Hey, got to keep the mental strong, man. It's the fact, man. Man, that's a whole fact. Uh, speaking of, you know, I asked you earlier, what was your favorite memory about your run in high school? Uh, so far to this point, what was your what's your favorite run? I mean, what's your favorite memory? Excuse me about your run so far in college, man. Is it a game or performance or you know a moment, a shot? Like what's what's your favorite um, memory about this current run, family? See, I got a few. I got a few of those. I would say one uh, scoring 28 against Oklahoma, 27, 28 against Oklahoma. Uh, that was big because I, it's crazy because I came in that game knowing not knowing I was going to play. That's the crazy thing. Like, like you play so many mind games up there. It was just like you go in and start the whole week. You starting all through all practice and then shoot around come. You got a whole different starting five out there. And you're like, oh, OK, you feel me? So. I just go out there and killed that. I just went out there and killed that game, and, you know. And it's crazy if you watch games before that. I was I had 14 against Baylor. I had 12 against I think it was K State or something like that. But it was it was just it was following you know it was, it was trembling up, and that was just one of them. And then I have another one. Um, this following year, this past year, I'm sorry, this past year um, against what was it Cal State Dominguez Hills uh I probably I, you probably see me posted all over Instagram and everything but it was like I want to say and it's crazy because we was down I want to say we was down like 15 with like with like a minute left in the game and like the coach took me out and, and I wouldn't you know I was I was like we need some defenders on the court you know get us back into it look man bless we bless our team got us back into a Man, they fighting. We get the we get the game down to like I want to say 
two points. Yeah, it was like two with like six seconds left. Coach subbed me in. I had four fouls at the time, so yeah, he, he had to take me out. But coach subbed me in. Uh, coach, we don't know where the ball is at. The referee's messing up the where, where they where the ball placement. Are. They telling us under the underneath. We got a timeout. We call a timeout. They telling us underneath the basket. So the trainer comes over and is like, no, no, it's not underneath the basket. It's on the side. So coach drew up a whole play to go underneath the basket. You know, refs are under telling us, uh, all right, you got to come in and take the ball out. So we like, all right, I'm telling coach, just give me the ball, coach. Just give me the ball. I'm, I'm I'm, we're gonna, we gonna win. He was like, all right, just I don't want you to shoot a three. I don't want you to get. I'm not trying to tie. I want you to shoot a three. I'm like, all right, coach, we're going for the win. Give me the ball. Get a ball screen. I mean, get a ball screen. Two seconds left. Cash at the buzzer. I mean, it was. It was like I said. It was it was it was crazy. It was just a it was a lovely feeling. And I just love having that feeling and again. Like I said, it was it felt like I was back in high school. Hey, yo, I, real quick, man. I just want to pop pop cash for my boy. You know what I mean? Because we we seeing the chatter. You know what I mean? We always going to stay humble. You heard, but you but you heard the competition. You heard the numbers we was putting up. You know what I mean? Against that 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 competition. You know what I mean? This Power Five conference we talking. You dig? Y'all heard the names: K State, Kansas, Baylor, Oklahoma. Y'all heard the names, man. That's all. You know, I just wanted to say it for my boy. You know what I mean? Because he never going to come out and say it, but I'm gonna be front line for him. Yeah, I let you know my what I mean? though. I mean, I still be seeing jerseys, uh, little homies wearing my jerseys up there and everything. So yeah, bro. It's all you know, matters. It's, it's all that matters. Facts, bro. You you you're a young legend from the city. You know what I mean? So you know, but don't ever. Be caring about what these folks say here, man. People here are so negative. You know what I mean? I'm just glad that you, you know, highlighted some of the, your best moments that you've had to this point. So they'll know, like, sure. it's it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Like, Malik know what I'm talking right. about. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's different. You know what I'm saying? It's just different in the Big 12. And my boy showed out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that, that's love, man. Real talk. Kells, my brother Kells, man, he loved BK, bro. I'm, yeah, every time, yeah, every big game they yeah. had, Kells like, man, I'm going with BK, man. Like he ain't let me yeah. down yet, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, my last question, bro. though, little silly question, uh, bro. What's um, not Bryson? What's what's your what's your little brother's name in uh, Santa Clara? Brinson. 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 Yeah. You think he better than you, Cub? Hey. He ain't better hey, than he, me. He ain't better than me he, yet, but he, he ain't better than me. He, he got yet, something, yet. though. He looks he special off that belt, man. That joint crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. man. That's he's, I mean, he's, we probably like, I'm probably like, probably a little half an inch taller than him still, but he's long. He got longer arms, bigger hands, and he's just playing yeah. by the rim. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah. he, he up there, up there. Yeah. yeah. I had to ask yeah. that. He, he, yeah. in Spain what, right now. he in Spain right now. He just, okay, he just went you. over to Spain with Santa Clara. Yeah. Because I remember, bro, he just he, – he left the city, you know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. I he just popped up on – he popped up on my Twitter timeline. And like, yeah, that's that's little BK. I'm like, ain't no way that's him <laughs> windmilling yeah. it, dog. That joint look crazy. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. what's up, though, man. Little bro got it, too? Little the, – the, 12-year-old. Oh, yeah, Bryson yeah. going to have it. Yeah, he's going to have it. And it's not gonna, I'm not going to lie, though. You know, COVID set him back a little bit. You know, he was playing the game and all that. You know, it was kind of yeah. hard out here, especially in California. It hit hard in California. It's like we gotcha. wasn't allowed to do anything. It was quarantine everything out here. So it kind of it kind of set him back a little bit compared to me and Britain. You know, at a young age, we was hooping. But yeah. him, he's you know, he's, he's getting there, though. 
I've been working out. I've been tra- he come to train with me all the time. I've been training Britain when he come out here. So that's what I'm really trying to get into too. Training. Yeah, that's okay. For sure. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all I got for the young lady. I don't know about y'all. Ak, I want I wanted to ask, brother. Um, just real quick, man. If you, you know, an elevator pitch, man. Real quick, you know, if it, um, you know, if you was just in the elevator with an NBA scout, you know, or or you know, a scout from someone that's in the top tier leagues overseas, and they ask you, you know, how would you explain your game? How would you sell yourself? Like, what 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 makes you special? You know what I mean about about you, Bk? You know, being the person and the basketball player that you are. Like, what would you say? First, I would say a great teammate. You know, gotta have that. Gotta have a great teammate on your on your team. But um, hard worker. You know, relentless, relentless score. I can score anywhere on the court. Uh, I um, and then you know, uh, Florida general. I love. You know, I'll just have to. You know, I gotta be able to control the team and and everything. So. That's a tough question, though, Kayvon. I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's a tough. That's a tough one right there. That's a good. I gotta. I gotta practice that. I gotta practice my pitch. Nah, <laughs> nah. You good? I know you. You know what I mean. You used to letting your game talk. You know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, I know yeah, you humble and you modest, so you're not about to brag on yourself. You know what I mean. But you know, if I were if I was someone that you know had to help, you know what I mean. I would say that's someone that's a strong leader. You know what I mean. Someone that has a high basketball IQ. You know what I mean. Someone that's a, a strong playmaker. Someone that can, you know, that's not only a shooter just, you know, when we in gym practicing, but a shooter when, when the big lights come on. You know what I mean? We mentioned game winners all the way through. You know what I mean? From young boy, elementary age, middle school age, high school and college, you still doing it. So you showed it on a consistent basis that, you know, when the big lights come on, you still show and prove. You know what I mean? You still come out and show out. You did. So, you know. I, I would just add a little bit more in there for you. You know what I mean? If I had yes, to. And that's just off the top. I haven't been practicing. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just off the top, fam. But, right. um, you know, lastly, you know, BK, you know, you, you've been through so much, um, you know, and I, I, I admire, you know, just everything that you fought through and been through, and, you know, for you to still stay level-headed, for you to still be positive, for you to still be strong. You know what I mean? Can you just explain and enlighten our listeners what, basketball um does for you like what has basketball uh been able to do for you in your life you know what i mean i know and this is just from the outside looking in i know it serves as you know it looks as if it serves as like your safe space like somewhere like similar to me when i get on here and you know i'm 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 able to pod like i just this is like me to my most purest form like i could just be me do what i love and just release anything i got going on outside of this is it's, it's over once I get on the mic because it's just this is just my safe space. You know what I mean? I feel like that's that's what it's like for you and who. But I don't want to make assumptions. You know what I'm saying? So just enlighten us on what the game of basketball means for you. And you know what I mean? What that what that does for you. Oh, yeah. Basketball is my everything. I mean, it's my love. It's my passion. And I just, you know, I always want to perfect my game, and perfect my craft. Um, and I always, it's crazy because I always tell girls this, like, basketball always going to be my first girlfriend. So, you know, I'm never going to leave her. I'm never going to leave, you know, I'm never going to cheat on her. So, so you got to, you know, you always got to play secondhand to that. And they understand. And so that's, that's what, that's what basketball means to me. 
I just no. I would. It wouldn't be no B. I feel like there wouldn't be no BK without basketball. But at the same time, you know, I want to make a mark outside of basketball after I finish my career. So, yeah. Nah, that's love for sure, man. You know, uh, like I've been saying this whole time, and like I told you earlier, bro. You know, I'm proud of you. Uh, you know, definitely admire just how you keep keep it pushing. How you just stay to yourself, stay private. That's that's cool, man. You know what I mean. You don't need you just you just need to know what I show you. You feel me? You just need to see what I show you rather. You dig and I like that about exactly. yourself. You know, uh, definitely keep it that way, fam. Definitely keep, you know, improving and just progressing as a person, as a man, as a hooper. You know what I mean? Definitely sending you nothing but prayers and success and, and love and peace and blessings, fam. You know what I mean? Um, thank you again for joining us. You know, I've been trying to get you on for months, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, just like, you know, <laughs> not even like to be on that type of time, fam, just like I told you, you know, you, you hear me running off the stats. I remember certain things. I told you you always been one of my favorite hoopers, although you were younger. You dig, so I definitely yeah. just want to tell you, you know, I love you. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? And, you know, we definitely, definitely glad to have you on, BK, real talk. For sure, for sure. Definitely proud of you. Um, Keep grinding. Uh, Keep staying resilient. You know, continue to do your thing, and it's going to pay off. Don't ever, you know second guess that you know the work that you putting in won't pay off like it's always gonna pay off one way or another uh so you know stay humble stay grounded stay focused and you know the sky's the limit that's a fact man appreciate you coming on bro you know another chuck legend man it's always good to see somebody doing good from the city you know appreciate you dog for sure no, thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you, Kayvon. Thank you, Dre. Thank you, Malik, man. Y'all family, like I said. And I appreciate this opportunity to be on y'all's podcast. And hit me up, Kayvon, for real. If y'all ever need me again, I'll be, I'll be open to do this again. It's, it's just fun. I'm, I'm going to get better at it. Nah, bro, it's all love. You know what I mean? Whenever you sign that that, that new contract, whenever you get drafted, you know, yes, just, just remember us, baby. You dig? That's yeah, all we ask. Just contract. remember us, fam. You know yeah. what I mean? This ain't going to be the last time y'all see BK. Believe that, nope. you know. But uh, with that being said, you know, this is your boy K. You know, I'm with my brother, BK. I'm with my amazing co-host, Dre Nazario. Lake City, man. Malik Hampton. This is the Network Podcast. See us in the Network Podcast. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we out, man. Love. We out. Love.